hello once again to all you listeners to the podcast the mind pod brought to you by my uchar and focus national mental health program i'm dr samir parekh i'm a psychiatrist and today we're going to have a very very important conversation around relationships i'm going to be joined by two very well known clinical psychologists authors who've done a lot of work in relationships karna chibber and mimansa singh tan When we think about relationships, what is the first thing that comes to anyone's mind? Positivity, good times, support. Every time you'll talk to someone about a problem, probably one of the first things they'll get back to you with is, "How's your support system? Have you talked to someone? Focus on your relationships." The core aspect. of our individual self and its growth is also about how we grow with meaningful relationships right from our childhood to adulthood and so on and so forth yet sometimes in these very relationships negative experiences toxicity as some psychologists talk about it creeps in sometimes individuals are aware sometimes they aren't and these toxic relationships then take a toll on individuals families and overall well-being of everybody involved with these people so let me start with you here uh, kamna i would have never thought about putting these two words together relationship and toxicity like i was just talking about help me understand uh, you will talk to lots of people so in your experience what is it that you see can be seen as toxic relationships uh, it's something that uh, we have started noticing that increasingly people especially when they're coming to us in our clinical practice they talk about how they experience their relationships to not be in that strong good healthy space instead they feel that there is a lot of negativity a lot of toxicity as they call it associated with it they don't feel good about those relationships and when we try to understand that you know what is really going on in those relationships what is it that could be making people feel that those relationships are becoming toxic they don't necessarily feel that kind of support and attachment in that space we recognize that some very basic fundamental aspects have gone missing some of the things that we notice are that there is a lack of respect which has creeped into the relationship people are not being able to mutually uh, express the kind of respect that every individual would deserve because every individual has some amount of significant goodness within them but somewhere that regard starts going missing that respect gets replaced by a lot of disrespect a lot of disregard for the other for their experiences their feelings there is a lack of or a deterioration in the level of trust that we end up seeing that ends up becoming a very key feature which compromises the individual sense of safety and security yes i think that's that's the key word safety security and feeling positive so if in a relationship one is not feeling these that means we are struggling for sure and now we need to look at what we can do let me come to you on this mimansa for for someone let's say who would 
sometimes not know what would be the toxicity or what would be the nature of the relationships where this is happening but sometimes i may not have just realized it so can you help us understand what happens when and in how in what manner these boundaries uh, are crossed and if you can help us understand that pattern please some subtle ways where we don't recognize how this relationship is not really providing us that sense of support and that sense of empathy that we are looking at that sensitivity that sometimes we want and we look for from our partner um and we see this in the form of passive aggression coming in because of conflicts help us understand what is that communication pattern in a toxic relationship lack of empathy i think that's the most basic that one can see in in a relationship which is toxic where there is this emotional swirl that one partner may be in uh, where they continue to feel that whatever they are feeling and whatever that they are thinking is just right and there is this need to continue to blame and externalize a lot of that towards the other person by using harsh language by causing disrespect to the other person in 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 the use of that language by also not uh somewhere having the awareness that how it might be impacting the other person when in that moment you are your focus is and the intent is to actually make the other person feel guilty for what might have caused that particular conflict so what you do look at is a lack of sensitivity empathy a lack of boundary in our own communication style in that conflict when you are having so essentially what mimansa just mentioned here the key here is you are not understanding the impact so these patterns could be harsh words abusive language these could be raising of your voice this could be direct blaming the individual this could be directly also sometimes talking about the individual's family upbringing background workplace it could be about looks it could be about day to day functioning it could be about related to other friends children so on and so forth but what happening is that there is a pattern of messaging which may be coming in a consistent manner and which is largely dependent on the perpetrator of these messages where the impact of these messages and the manner in which they are uh, been the vectors of these the manner in which these vectors are reaching uh, the victim in this case in a relationship that's where uh, the the damage starts happening in these are the more obvious ones there are a lot of us do understand coming to you kamna on this help me understand also that sometimes people don't realize because it just did happen in the more obvious way and yet you are left feeling unsettled unhappy in place of the more obvious ways in which people can express uh their uh discomfort within the relationship where there is aggression and use of harsh language there are also times when people tend to express it in more passive aggressive kind of ways where they can withdraw they can isolate themselves and not share what their experience is or they can end up using a lot of communication in spaces where it is not warranted 
utilizing situations where to reflect on a past hurt or a past situation where they felt uh, disappointed within their relationship so they almost act like snipers within that situation not necessarily directly talking about what is it that was really impacting them they can manipulate their partner into believing that they are doing something wrong even where something is not really going wrong in that situation and these become the more non obvious ways where you can see the toxicity is streaming into the relationship yes so what i understand from this is that it's not merely the obvious raising of voice shouting it's also not talking withdrawing not noticing trying to create your own world kind of a perception for your partner that i am creating a wall self because obviously i am upset or disappointed about something but i am not speaking in a very very passive aggressive uh, non verbal sarcasm of sorts and that yes also is a form of how toxicity creeps in relationship what we realized here is that largely we are looking at lack of ability to empathize our sense of sensitivity our boundaries our sense of connectedness and togetherness which starts getting diluted when individuals then start expressing themselves without thinking the impact it's having on the partner and once either partner starts having any kind of a negative self experience obviously the relationship will have will take a toll on itself and that relationship would struggle we've talked about the direct the obvious the indirect manners in which toxicity creeps into the communication patterns of a relationship let's now look at from the experience point of view what does this individual who's going through these patterns experience feel think what happens to them here let me bring you in mimansa help us take into the life or the being of this person who's going through these continuously what happens in their mind what do they think what do they feel your thoughts if you look at it from their vantage point a lot of self doubt whether what i am doing is right or not the fact whether am i capable enough to go through and go ahead in this relationship the emotion so when you said doubt um so what you are saying here is that the individual starts questioning themselves that even though they would be right in their behavior and their approach but because they've experienced these messaging from their partner they start doubting thinking that am i doing it right or wrong is it right yes absolutely and that brings in a lot of feelings of anxiety and fear within them because what that person is constantly anticipating is whether the next situation is going to be worse than the earlier one and how can i prevent that and which is why this feeling of anxiety guilt um fear that continues to keep coming in erodes their sense of self 
and there is this learned helplessness that the individual begins to experience because of the fact that this continues to happen time and again yes i think that's a very uh, important thing mamansa just said learned helplessness what that means to all you listeners is that the individual starts feeling that the world is not a just place which basically means things are out of my control i can do nothing about it and this is how it will be and that's where the concern is that this individual would be living a life like bimansa said with so many negative emotions self doubt and also with the thought process of i am not good enough at times which takes away not just their well being but their sense of happiness and positivity that's so integral to us and we all must realize here one important aspect when an individual's life gets impacted it will always have a direct impact on the relationship and if the relationship have other extensions from friends to children to other people all of that gets impacted coming to you on this karma Let's say a person has noticed this or realized this, maybe by talking to a friend. What do they do? If this was my friend, what can I tell them, or what can the individual do to make it better? And here I want to um, first talk about how we can do this by ourselves, not necessarily uh, by coming to a clinical uh, expert like the both if this is my friend who has reached out to me and i have been trying to help them understand what may be going on within the context of their relationship and they have been able to identify that there are these patterns which are reflective of some significant toxicity within the relationship then there are a few things that i can certainly do in this situation one is to start reinforcing to them the positives that they do have that is the most important aspect to remind this individual of the good within them their strengths their understanding of who they are because we are talking about this aspect that the person has developed can develop potentially a lot of self doubt a lot of doubt about who they are and what they are doing and it is important to remind them about the fact that they are capable of making choices taking their decisions they do not need to get into a space where they are constantly feeling unsure of what they are doing in situations and that would be a priority a thought comes to my mind here yes as a friend i would remind you know your strengths what you are good at or the person themselves can reflect on their own selves but the one thought that comes to my mind is at the end of the day this is still an external situation as well i can take care a lot about my self care but what do i do about this aspect because it involves somebody else so the approach here has to be to talk to this friend and to help them understand that communication will still be the cornerstone of being able to provide inputs to your partner or to whoever this person is with whom you're finding yourself in a toxic relationship with you have to be able to keep on finding ways to share your experiences 
typically in a toxic relationship what does end up happening is that because of your doubts about what you're communicating and how you're experiencing the relationship the communication has also started going down you're not sure about what you're seeing and whether you should be seeing it and that needs to be given more importance and the person needs to be encouraged to continue to share their experiences that is going to be very crucial so what we understand is remind yourself of your strengths remind your loved ones of their strengths but at the same time since it's a relationship and communication is the cornerstone you will still have to find a space to communicate and then navigate through that aspect coming to you mimansa um, again on this uh, when do i decide to take external help or professional help when do i come to a mental health expert like you if i am this individual or if uh, i am in this relationship i think when we recognize that our sense of overwhelmingness is just continuing to go more and more where it's creeping in every aspect of my life whether it is work whether it is my relationship with other people friends and it's affecting me so much so that i am beginning to experience uh, features of anxiety sadness i am also experiencing a lot of uh, self doubt and difficulty in decision making about any and every aspect of uh, my day to day life and that's when I, and there is also a threat that i feel that there could be uh, to myself as well in this relationship i think this is these are some of the key pointers where i can see that i now need to seek help and go to a mental health expert i've tried enough i've taken support from my friends i've taken support from my family uh, but it's not really helping me and this is where i need external help so i think the key here is that one we understand what it is what i am experiencing work on myself work with my loved ones take the support i can but yes i may require to seek professional help and that's where i go with my partner and reach out to a mental health professional and work on the relationship come now coming to you on this uh, what does a mental health expert do in a situation like this there are a few pieces that a mental health professional will be trying to do over here one is to help you build mutual understanding of what is going on over there within the context of your relationship which is very key the second piece is helping you to learn how to deescalate the level of emotional arousal which happens in the space of a conflict that is again a very critical component which is what is leading to increasing conflicts and which is what is leading to your inability to be able to resolve the situations amongst each other the third is they're going to help you start finding ways to also insert more positive interactions more positive uh, uh behaviors towards each other which often go missing in these situations because there is also greater preoccupation with what is not okay in my relationship so these three elements tend to be very very important pieces besides looking at how do you start communicating better with each other so that's what vimansa last one thought comes to my mind before uh, we wind this um, conversation your reflection on the fact that we are actually talking about toxic relationships how have we reached here lack of appreciation lack of gratitude lack of empathy 
the changing dynamics that we've been experiencing and the various vectors that have been coming in our lives. I think these have been some of the key elements that have really changed how we look at relationships. The equality that we talk about, the individuality that we talk about, when it comes to in the context of the relationship, there also has to be a sharedness. And that sharedness on what really happens in that space, how do we learn to adapt, how do we learn to support, these are some elements that we really need to emphasize on. Very nice. Although I don't think sharedness is a word, but I still liked it. I think that's so insightful, Mansa. You talked about the fact that it comes down to gratitude. Gratitude about who we are, what we can be, and the core of our value systems. Important conversation on a difficult topic of toxic relationships. Thank you, Mimansa Singh Tanwar. Thank you, Kamna Chibber. This is the Mind Pod brought to you by My Upchar and the Fortis National Mental Health Program. We'll keep these conversations going. In the next episode, we'll talk about mindful urban living. The stresses, the runs, the rushes here and there of our day to day living. How do we find that little space for our own selves? Join in for the next episode. Keep listening. See you soon. Thank you. Goodbye.